<laughs> and now we're starting. Welcome back to Musicals. <laughs> Welcome everybody. back, listeners. This is the podcast where Campbell and I... I and... Have... I was at Campbell. Raven. <laughs> <laughs> um, where we get a little drunk while we normally talk about musicals, but that's not what we're going to be doing today, is it, Campbell? I mean... Kind of a little. I mean, <laughs> we okay. still are. Okay, I teach you up, and then you whatever. Um, but fun, fun, fun today. Happy hour special. Yes, happy hour special. Um, this is once again one of our tens. This is going to be our seventh happy hour special since the start of the podcast. Um, so we're just going to be doing a little bit of catch up. Um, today and talking about what's next uh, in the future of this podcast. Um, but something real exciting, Campbell and I are actually in person Ooh. today. Ooh, we're going to have a little happens. slumber party tonight. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, and before we talk about what we're drinking, Campbell, do you have... I haven't come up with a name for this musical term segment. Um, and you suggested that we do it on the spot, which and you I, know I'm bad at. I also... Forgot I said that. Mm, indeed, um, you did. Semi charmed kind of drink. Uh, oh, um, I know. I actually anyway, really like that though. Okay. Uh, cheers. Okay. Semi charmed kind of drink. I enjoy that. Yes. But anyway, a semi brevi rest. So, semi brevi is also the note of uh, uh, the name of a whole note. So, um, four beats of rest and it's located on kind of like uh, a rectangle hanging down from the fourth mm-hmm. uh, line in a five line staff. staff yes which is different from like the half rest which comes up from the third yeah. yeah yeah which is actually interesting because despite how many years I studied music in my youth I didn't know that there was like a technical name it's one of those things like you assume there's a name for because there's a name for everything in music but i didn't know also i haven't like written on sheet music in like a really long time probably not for like tests in band or whatever um and i remember those quizzes where you have to yeah i agree like oh actually the natural sign uh has to like fill up like this amount of space yeah oh uh like all these different rests has to actually be like here yeah and like we would get I'm about to say, did you ever get tested on like drawing mm-hmm. like uh, cleft symbols and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I also did that in, when I took piano lessons um, because we would do, you, you know what festival is. Mm-hmm. Um, so for listeners who don't know, festival is like a musical scoring kind of, not competition, but... It's more of like a uh, showcase. It's like a, a recital sh- for an entire orchestra. Yeah, and like, yeah. so like entire... All bands in like an entire county yes, have to yeah. do that. Choirs, I think, choruses mm-hmm. do too. Yeah. And so I had to have like so many pieces prepared. So mm-hmm. there was uh, that kind of like scoring for performance. Um, but when I was taking piano lessons, we also had um, festival for theory. So we would like I would sit in a room with like four other people taking piano lessons through random other people kind of like in our area and we would like sit down and like take a theory like written test and i was like in elementary school when i took piano lessons and it was only for a few years but i just like remember that so vividly just like seeing like other like random like anywhere between like six and 14 going having to like take a test together yeah for a hobby 
That's so <laughs> Isn't that weird? I didn't know that music theory festivals existed. It was like, it makes, and it, it was right after the performance. Sense, so like, I would do the performance pieces in front of like, like it was like a blind judging situation. Yeah. And when I was done with that, I got up. I like wasn't allowed to say anything except like thank you and like go straight and take that test hmm. and be like, oh, here are the measures I messed up. Oh. But I've always gotten superior on theory tests, which is the highest level. Yes. Um, cheers, because cheers. we're drinking a fun concoction today. Yeah, I'll talk about it in a second. You made these full. I did. I'm very bad at gauging ice level, but it's tasty, so I don't mind it's it. It's so good. So, listeners, what we're drinking is a cocktail that I kind of just, like, randomly came up with last week. Um, so it uses the Jalapeno Simple Syrup uh, that we used for the episode right before Hedwig and the Angry and the Angry Inch yes um and so I wanted to do something else with that it was very tasty so I combined it with some fresh grapefruit juice fresh squeezed lime juice vodka soju and some peach schnapps and then blended that with some ice to make a little like almost margarita but a lot lighter because like it doesn't have that tequila like Mm -hmm. strength in it um I gotta say this is great Thank you. The the soju and the jalapeno and the peach together is like wacky. Yes, (laughs) isn't it? But it's very refreshing. It's very light. And even with like the tartness of the grapefruit and the spiciness of the jalapeno, I feel like it all balances very well. I really like how you made your jalapeno simple syrup because I, mine was fine. I thought, oh no, I could have. Um, maybe change some ratios and stuff and mm-hmm. got because I didn't get like too much jalapeno in mine. I gotcha. Even though I used the whole pepper yeah. and the seeds. Yeah. Yeah, this has a very strong jalapeno flavor. I like it's it. It's very, very good. What is it called? Listen, um <laughs> I just made it up on the spot. I'm feeling Oh, breakfries. Ah. Mm, <laughs> yikes. Spicy breakfries. I'm ah. feeling like something splash for some reason. I'm imagining it's like a summer drink. You know, you're sitting either by the pool, you know, out at like a water park or something like that, you know. Yeah. You're sitting somewhere in the sun. I'm just feeling this uh, brain freeze right now. Fair. So all I'm thinking is like a pickaxe lobotomy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> um, what about like uh, citrus kick feels weird, but like something along those lines. It sounds like an off, off-brand like tech tech dude. <laughs> I I see what you're going for. I see what you're saying. Um, um, or we can lean into it. We can we can do the citrus kickflip. <laughs> you know, I don't hate it. Hmm. The citrus kickflip. Radical. I'm Cheers. here for it. Cheers. We're kind of going along with that. I thought we all, we were discussing fun things to talk about today. So we have like a few things we want to go over, but one of them. I know both of us have been obviously experimenting with drinks, um, yes. trying out new like cocktail places and stuff like that. Um, how's that been going for you? What have you gone through? Share with us. Yeah, so I feel like I've personally been using, uh, one, trying different types of, um, of alcohols. I've already, that's not the best way to phrase this, but... I've been trying different variations of alcohols I already know well, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, 
if I've had like a spice one before, I've been trying like incorporating like a specific brand or like limited limited range brand spiced rum mm -hmm. or like a special dark rum or something. Um, so I feel like like I've been experimenting with some slightly different alcohol flavors lately and like seeing how those combine. Mm -hmm. um, or like if I would typically use uh, just like a standard like uh, whiskey or something like I'm gonna try one that's like a little more like aged or has like some additive or like has some extra flavor yeah. um, to see like what different like flavor profiles I can get together. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I have been working a lot lately with grapefruit juice and like elderflower. I've, I've, I mean, you really got me on the elderflower years ago. Yeah, but like these, I feel like a lot of the cocktails I pick, I'm like, mm, let's add a little bit of St. Germain's in here. Why Honestly, not? Honestly, when you use it right, you can't go wrong. Yeah, like, but you can't use you can use a lot of it, yes. Um, also, uh, we've been doing um, simple syrup, like little experimentation mm -hmm. and stuff here and there. Um, I am really into spiced simple syrups, but I want to branch out. I feel like I use a lot of the same mm -hmm. spices when I make spiced simple syrups. Um, so I do think that's kind of the next direction I want to go into is doing more variations on flavors for that and seeing how that can elevate a drink yeah how about you um i've been trying when i like go out and like get a cocktail besides i mean i've been going to a million red weddings recently yeah. listeners it's been like a lot a lot and i always get like a rum and coke or you know their signature drink simple sometimes. reliable yeah, yeah kind of thing there and i just have 30 of them <laughs> but i really been trying when i like go somewhere new is just like get something i've not necessarily never had before, but, yeah. like, the opposite of what my go-to would be. Mm. Just to, like, you know, give things a try again. Yeah. Like, uh, for example, whenever I go and get um, any kind of, like, new burrito place or things like that, um, I always, always, always will get, um, like, a Paloma. Mm, I love Paloma. There's this, like, new place in Richmond, um... I forget the name of it. Uh, what's Spanish for rabbit? Oh, I do not know. Conejo? Conejo. Conejo. I don't think that's maybe something like that. Um, but their Paloma was so good. Okay. And they had great happy hour prices. Um, but also some things I like usually stay away from are like really sweet drinks. Yeah, you don't like sweet drinks. But like I've just been, you know, I was like, oh, let's give this a shot. A yeah. shot because I, with a lot of sweet drinks, I feel like there's a lot more experimenting with like balancing the sweetness. Yeah. Like kind of like at different extremes, like really spicy and sweet or very yeah. sour and sweet. Um, and they're like usually a little bit more fun with different like fruits and citrus and yeah. like things like that. So I just, you know, try to those like. Yeah, that's interesting. I feel like I'm the opposite where for a long time, like savory drinks were difficult for me to get behind just because it was hard for me to like physically picture what flavors are savory that would go into drink. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and lately, like, I think, I think that's also something that I want to get a little more into, like the salty one that we did. Um, the that was cocktail. so good. Also, I was in love with that color. <sighs> Wasn't it so beautiful? Yeah. Uh, and like the setting that y'all use for it, yeah. amazing. Um, but yeah, like ones like that that have a little bit more of like a savory profile or like not necessarily sweet forward or something like, or even herbal forward, um, I think are interesting. 
but also uh, how you were talking about kind of changing up your go-to, I have discovered a new go-to. So normally mine is like an old-fashioned. That's just like the first thing I order or some whiskey when I go to a bar usually. Mine is also a Negroni. Nice. Love it. Um, But recently, just because I have that RC Cola and Mm -hmm. I've had like some rum and stuff, I've been making myself Cuba Libres. Oh, that's the best. When I said I get rum and Cokes at weddings, that's not true. It's It's a Cuba Libre. Which is, for anyone who doesn't know, is basically a rum and Coke with a lime twist or a citrus twist. Yeah, I was just always like, oh, can't have a lime in that. Just better. And I was really surprised. Like, I'm pretty sure I've had a Cuba Libre before. Um, But... Having it again... We used to make them with Kraken all the time, but you, I, I would imagine correct. in those situations you don't really remember. Yeah, fair, fair. Kraken will do that to you. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I was really surprised. Like, I, the thing I love about lime juice and citrus in general is how, like, it cuts really well through alcohol. Like, mm-hmm. you can have, like, I think the ones I was making were, like, um, about an ounce or an ounce and a half of rum so like not a ton but still like enough to definitely be tasted and like that lime just cuts right through it and it just makes it such a nice balanced drink i love it yeah i'm here for it Carol, do you remember being back in like third grade and having like music class and learning to play the recorder and like hot cross buns fun fact so you know i know a lot of wind instruments i physically was mm-hmm. not able to play the recorder my teacher told me just to stand there at the concert but yeah i'm familiar with the concept <laughs> that's so wait, that's so that's so sad it's okay i can play the bassoon okay? i've gotten over it i don't feel bad about it that's fair i suppose okay well we'll, we'll move on put a pin in that um, <laughs> put, put a pin in that boop um so unfortunately enough uh there are students all across the country that have never before had a general music education class and don't have the ability or the opportunity to access music education um, and get the chance to learn tons of different wind instruments um, or even just the recorder. And that's why we are partnering with Education Through Music, which is an organization that partners with low-income schools in New York City to provide students better access to music education. Also, 53% of New York City schools do not have a music teacher on faculty full-time. So, Education Through Music also provides weekly music education by putting qualified music teachers into these schools. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the reasons this is so important is because motivation for learning means motivation for staying in school. And a lot of the students that are able to be involved in these music programs report that they have uh, attended school when they otherwise would have skipped um, or like stayed in school when they otherwise like wouldn't have wanted to stay specifically because they were looking forward to music class or they were looking forward to ensemble um, and, and getting to learn uh, specifically about music. And you can support and learn more at p2p.onecause.com slash boozicals. That's p2p.onecause.com slash boozicals. Nailed out. Do you have an instrument that you've neglected and now it hates you? Do you have too much money and think, hey, this can go to a good place? Neither applies to me, but I want to talk to you about the Dodario Foundation. They believe in the transformative power of music and that mentoring and building communities through music can positively affect social change. 100% of every dollar raised goes directly to support efforts to get kids involved in community music programs, acquire and maintain instruments, provide college scholarships, and support new innovation in music education. You can learn more and donate at www.dodariofoundation.org slash about slash donate.
That's www.dodariofoundation.org slash about slash donate. Hey there, listeners. Pop quiz. Who was your favorite teacher in school? Did it happen to be someone who inspired a movie? Did that movie later change the world? Because that's exactly what happened with Mr. Holland's opus, the story of the profound effect a dedicated music teacher had on generations of students. The composer for the film, Michael Kamen, later started the Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation in 1996 as his commitment to the future of music education. Today, the foundation works with schools nationwide to audit their music education programs, supply quality instruments, train teachers on basic instrument repair, and even offer customized consulting to make sure the school's program fits their students' needs. The impact of this foundation now ensures that hundreds of thousands of kids across the country are granted access to learn and play music in school, keeping music education alive and well. If you're interested in supporting their mission, you can donate online, over the phone, or even while you shop Amazon or eBay. Visit mhopus.org donate to learn more. Okay, so talk about some drinks that we're experimenting with. But getting back on like the musical side, that's also something that we talk about, um, supposedly. Yeah, I mean you're trying you're trying to spread fake news literally at the beginning. well, Campbell, I was curious. We talk obviously about musicals, um, and we've done different variations, musical adaptations from film, from TV, from books, from comics, everything. So if you could pick any non like currently non musical media to be adapted to a musical format, what do you think you would pick? I think this is a really fun discussion, which we like kind of already started a little bit earlier little today bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, with my boyfriend, who brought up a really, really good point. Mm. He was thinking about it. It was like, what do people don't talk about a lot? Yeah. And he thought about like a, like Garbage Men, a yeah. musical about Garbage Men, kind of like making fun of Newsies. And yeah. Because he didn't enjoy watching that with me because it was too long. <laughs> but... Got to get, got to get the papes, which was in a crossword puzzle. Yes, Raven did this week, and I was like, "That's dumb." Concerned, dumb, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, that was an interesting Fine. take of like <laughs> of uh, kind of an area of society that a lot of people don't think about. Yeah, because my mind with this question uh, like really brings me into because I guess it's it is because it's kind of what's happening a lot now. Yeah, but like a comedy movie. Yeah. Um I thought like Drop Dead Gorgeous or Scary Movie could be really fun to make it up to a musical. And I think comedy musicals work really really well. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's very easy to make it like fun and theatrical and kind of like break that suspense of sorry, or like keep that suspense of disbelief when the subject matter is inherently like a little silly or farcical or and i guess this wasn't on purpose like i say to most musicals how i think sometimes they can like zhuzh up situations if they just added more blood and i think both <laughs> those movies like would serve very well for that like they imagine a scary movie musical that's very like sweeney todd sondheim yeah. parodying which like i would pay i would pay money to exactly watch that. that sounds really good actually. starring on affairs <laughs> yes it Pretty must. Great. It has to. Yeah. Um, and see, I went in the direction of like animal uh, type stories that I think would be really cool to adapt um, to more like an animated style musical format. Um, so one of my favorite books growing up was Black Beauty. And it's a really sad book. So maybe not the best for a musical. Those sad musicals exist. 
Um, yes. But I just think it would be. <laughs> I just think it would be really. We literally watched multiple uh, for this season. Um, but I just think it'd be interesting to like choreograph a, a scene of like dressage horses, yeah. like to music. Like that just sounds really fun and something that I want in my life. Yeah, we need yeah. a horse girl. Um, Indeed. Spirit, Stun, and Cimarron. The greatest aphrodisiac. Yeah, you're a <laughs> literal crazy person. I think that would be really fun. And I think um, there's a lot of like stories that like have been told and like adapted into a musical's different way. Kind of like maybe like a standalone story like Cinderella and Disney and like things like that. Yeah. Or like a collection of stories kind of like what uh, Into the Woods is. Yeah. Um, but I was surprised that there wasn't, um, what's, what am I trying to think of? It's gone. It's gone. Oh, okay. It's gone. That's fine. You know what? Happens to the best. There was guy. a certain kind of, like, books that I thought that could be interesting as a musical. Kind yeah. of, like, in the way there's, um... Like, maybe not as a movie, but maybe, like, a TV show that has, like, musical interludes and things like that. Yeah. Um, kind of like how, like, Phineas and Ferb does and mm. things like that. But, like, Magic Tree House books. Mm. Like, ch like, children's series yeah. books. I think incorporating music with that would be, like, a kind of a more natural thing. I could totally see there was something like Magic Tree House. Because uh, it would be sort of like Dragon Tales, I imagine. Yeah. Um, where it's like, I could easily see like every episode ending in like a short musical, uh, musical song or something. Yeah. Um, I also think it's interesting to talk about like the type of media that's being adapted and how that serves the story, um, mm. or, or impacts the adaptation. Cause like play to film is one thing and we've seen some of the pitfalls of that and some of the successes, mm -hmm. but I think a really interesting adaptation is like book to musical either musical play or musical film because i think one of the difficulties with like a standard book to film adaptation is that the very nature of books is that especially if it's like a first person perspective or even a third person omniscient perspective um it's really hard to get all of the context of the characters in a world in a film because it either requires them to just like say their thoughts out loud, which most humans don't do, yeah. um, or for the the filmmaker to make that information evident in some other way, which is usually clunky. Yeah. Um, but I think musicals offer a really good outlet for that because one, it could be the style of musical where it's clear that the musical scene is like happening in the character's head, or mm -hmm. it's just a fantasy or something. But I think music. The musical format allows characters to more directly say what they're thinking and feeling um, in a way that standard dialogue just doesn't. And I yeah. think for a book to film adaptation, that could be a really useful like tool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't get the, that many of those. No, we don't. Yeah. I think it would be cool to have that done with that. Oh, yeah. I know. Like, could you imagine if, like, Ender's Game was a musical? That would be <laughs> like before, wild. like the terrible movies they've tried. Oh my god! Well, not terrible. I actually the the newest one um, was actually Ooh, not too bad. Which YA dystopian novel would you choose to adapt to a musical format? Uh, The Hunger Games. 
interesting. I was thinking the same thing, just because, like, it's big, but... I also don't really like those movies, so maybe I'll like them more. That's fair. And I can never read the book, so I'm just like, I don't know. I really, really? I really struggled. Yeah, I oh. like, I tried. I was like, I don't know about this. I was a big fan of Suzanne Collins mm. um, from actually her other book series, The Underworld Chronicles, which is what I was thinking I would like to adapt. But it's like a five book series, so yeah. that would be a lot. Yeah. Um, but it's it's sort of similar where she has a lot of themes of like children having to fight and like commit violence basically for the sins of their parents. Um, but it's sort of that same theme of like, there's this like 13 year old who like falls down a sewer with his younger sister and finds like whole underworld land and there's like a war he gets involved in and like a big, it's a whole thing. Have you um, read the fairy porn books yet? The fairy porn books? Uh, yeah, um, Court of uh, Thorns and Roses, Roses and Thorns, Thorns and Ro- Roses. Oh, Those no, books, I have not yet. They're pretty odd. <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> this book's pretty good. I read the first one, I was like, dang, I didn't think I'd like this, that's embarrassing. But then, I read, like, books two through five in, like, a week and a half. I, like, truck through them. Listen. And sometimes the- I'll just, like, you know, skip a page if it's, like, too graphic. Because yeah. I'm like, I don't know, I need this at 2 p.m. when I'm reading. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I don't know. I mean, sometimes those books take you by surprise. I read the entirety of Master of the Universe and did not hate it. Which, for anyone who doesn't know... Masters of the Universe? Like He-Man? No, uh, it is the... Technically Fifty Shades of Grey, before it was Fifty Shades of Grey when it was still a Twilight fanfic. Oh, I... (laughs) I thought way more highly of you than I should have. (laughs) Until ten seconds ago. Kim, I feel like you found out worse things about me. Yeah, probably. But do you know what would be a good musical um, series? Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You just love that book series. I do love that book series. <laughs> and Colbert did do a good um, sequel, like tribute kind of thing for And another thing, and there's another thing. I don't know. It sounds like the Sex and the City reboot sequel. Oh, yeah, I heard that that's just like that. Be a thing. Oh, and another thing. Oh, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, those would be fun. But we also wanted to talk about today um, some news for the podcast. Yes, things that are coming up next in our future. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> um, good news, bad news, good news. I got a job, so I'm um, so I got a, was able to celebrating that. Yeah, find a, a cheers. Cheers. Mm, have a You're empty ass. Do you want another shot of soju? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Crazy. Um, got a postdoc position. Um, that'll be starting in, in January. Um, but that also means I need to finish grad school, and there's. Um, that's hard. A, I hear. A, a, a lot that still needs to be done, but. Yeah. I don't have another choice, and I'll get it done. This would be great. Um, sometimes people, you do have to sprint to the end. Um, but because of that, I just don't have time for anything else. Understandably so. So we're going to, and I did, like, think about the idea. I was like, oh, maybe for, like, the time being, you can have, like, someone else, like, fill in for me. But then I thought, that's stupid. It's like. Because this is mine. Yeah. And not theirs. This Oh, sorry. Ours. But not <laughs> theirs. This is our thing. And, like, I was like, ugh, Also, gross. like. Who would we pick that... I mean, we could do, like, former guests and they can, like, rotate. Mm. Ooh, we could do, like, just, yeah, just bring back on all the different... But it would still feel weird. Yeah, I was just like, no, fuck that. Like, love our guests. This is not about y'all. Yeah, it's about us. Yeah. Always has been. Always will be. Yeah. So with that, uh, we'll be back sometime in 2024. 
Um, but we have so many episodes, so, so much, much content. content. Yeah, just like you know, go back to the beginning, and you can see our in like real time our audio quality journey. Um, we have that Power Hour on YouTube, movie musical, musical movie, movie musical Power Hour. Yes, um, that's really good. It's fun. It I is like very it. fun. We've had very, um, we've had some good reviews. Yeah. for it. Um, but that like if you're upset about this little hiatus, you're a little disappointed. You're like, but Raven and Campbell, there were so many more musicals that I wanted y'all to talk about. You know what you can do? You can comment them on oh. our Instagram. <laughs> you can email us. Let us know. Because especially like as we're taking these breaks, like I think there are definitely um, more musicals that we have on our list to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them, like we got to confirm like where we can watch them and stuff like that. Um, but as we've said before, like eventually we're going to run out of some ideas for musicals. And so especially if there's any musicals that you've watched and enjoyed that have not come up yet on this podcast, let us know. We can add them to our list. Yeah. yeah. And it also will give us more time to, you know, try and experiment with more like um, mixology and things yes. like that. Yeah. Things I we have... like, things we want to do. Because a lot of times, especially when we're like running low on stuff, it's like, oh, here's some fun cocktails. But they all shared, like, four of the same ingredients. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just like, I don't want to go back to the store. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a budget. And I do think it's interesting seeing how many variations we can make with the same ingredients. Um, but it is also fun to, like, like Taco expand Bell, our palate. but with cocktails. Because, like, yes. all their food is, like, is the, the same, same poor thing. But, yeah, yeah. Just wrapped differently. And I love it. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I have, I recently got this book called The Drunken Botanist that, like, takes you through... Um, a lot of, like the science uh, behind different processes behind like different types of, like botanicals and and liqueurs and stuff like that. So I'm definitely interested in learning a little bit more about like more of the science of mixology. Don't worry about it. I quick thing. Why is there <laughs> Cracker Barrel maple syrup next to your craft supplies? <laughs> okay, because one time I was eating Cracker Barrel in here and I had a bottle of syrup left over. Um, and I was like tidying up and I didn't bring it back to the kitchen, but I wanted to move it off the desk. So I just put it over there. ADHD, baby. And when was this? Uh, a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably, you know, probably should be refrigerated. <laughs> it's, it smells good. Um, wild, 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 wild person. Um, so anyway, yeah, we'll be back. Uh, we have a bunch of musicals and guests we're reaching out to and trying yeah. to coordinate and set that up. Um, when I'll have uh, more of a life and will to live. Yes. And I also do think, though, that we have started living up to our promise of shorter episodes. Yeah. So that's been really nice. We have been hovering a lot more about around like an hour 35, hour 40. Um, So hope (laughs) hope you all have liked that. Um, I think we can keep that trend going for our next group of episodes after we get back from this break. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can, this drink was so good, Raven. Thank you. are gonna you. make me another one right after this. I'm very excited. Um, but yeah, and you can just, like, let us know and, um, you know, continue to share our stuff, like our stuff. Yeah. Because uh, we'll still be, um, sharing, um, different podcasts we're liking and, um, fun, like, musical things and music education things, like, still through our social media. Yeah. You can, like, still do, I'm on my phone too much anyway, so I can, like... <laughs> shorten that time and make it be used for better uh but yeah contact us at our gmail which is b-o-o-z-i-c-a-l-s at gmail.com or comment on our instagram follow us at boozicals and yeah 
And yeah, and if remember to always uh, rate us, comment, like, uh, I almost said, and like subscribe. Um, but follow us on whatever platform that you listen to us on. And remember to share us uh, with your friends and anyone else who might be interested in just, you know, having a good time, jamming out to some musicals and hearing about some fun new drinks. Um, and they can listen to us on Stitcher. Ugh. Dang it! The Stitcher one. doesn't exist anymore! Or it's like going away or something like that. I'm yeah. not still here. But they can but listen to the us every single say. time. They can listen to us on Pandora, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Spotify, Podbean. Podbean, many, many others. Um, so yeah, share us. And I think with that, I'm going to call it night. I'm going to make Campbell another one of these uh, citric kickflips. Yeah, and I'm going to put this maple uh, syrup in the fridge. Oh, it's mine. We'll just throw it away. Okay. Bye. Bye.